Hey, what's up, Mystique? It's Jello here. This is going to be a video series called Mellow with Jello. What we're going to be discussing is what it's like to be a person of color in the marching activity that we all know and love. We'll be discussing funding, music, experience, exposure, and a lot of other things as well. I think it's important to also show people of different ages. My experience of marching through the early 2000s is going to be different than someone's marching in the 90s or even the 80s or even now. So I think it's super important to give everyone a voice. Um, so keep watching and I hope you guys enjoy it. Yo, what's good, Mystique? We're chilling here with Eric Norris. Uh, we're going to talk about what it means to be a person of color in the marching activity and just kind of kick it. So I'll let him take it away. Uh, thanks, Joel. Appreciate that, man. Um, I guess first and foremost, uh, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Eric Norris. I am a former member of Music City Mystique uh, long back when, uh, way before uh, Jello started kind of getting off. So I guess it was one of the, the old guys. But to kind of give you a little bit of background of uh, kind of where I started, um, I actually grew up and born and raised in California. So uh, I got my background starting there. Music in general was really big in my family. It's actually started off with my, my uncle. Um, and kind of got passed down to my mom. And my mom had five boys, um, and four of us out of the five uh, all play drums. So it kind of, she wow. was a kind of the, the pioneer that kind of got it ticking for us. Um, and then everything kind of trickled down from there. Being in California and growing up in California, um, you know, uh, it's, it was a big deal as far as getting into the activity. So I got my start um, just kind of right off the blocks uh, with my older brothers. My older brothers marched the Blue Devils. Um, so that's how that kind of started. Uh, but as I stated before, my mom really kind of got the ball rolling for all of us. She, she marched, uh, you know, with the, the Commodores and the Princemen and the Anaheim Kingsmen and things like that. So it just kind of snowballed from there. But being in California, we all knew what group that we were going to be a part of um, and what group that we needed to be a part of. Um, and it was either, you know, the Blue Devils or Santa Clara Vanguard. And unfortunately for me, um, both of my brothers actually marched both corps. Um, so we had an opportunity to kind of be around that, but I knew that it's something that I wanted to kind of be a part of was, was to, to kind of get started wherever I could. I guess my journey started obviously in high school, and then my first drum corps experience is, uh, was two years at the Blue Devils B, um, so I marched them for a little bit, and then I ended up moving out to the East Coast um, after I graduated from high school, um, and right before I was getting ready to uh, kind of dive into some more Division One drum corps. I decided to uh, pick it up and I marched the Blue Coats. So I marched the Blue Coats in 2003. Um, and then, of course, uh, as I said, it blew up was B in 2000, 2001. And um, it just kind of snowballed from there. Just try to stay in the activity as much as I could. Um, so I, uh, when I marched the Blue Devils B, I was in the Simmel line there um, along with the Blue Coats. So I was in the Simmel line the Blue Coats uh, for that, that summer, of course. And then I auditioned at, at SCV in 2004. Um, unfortunately, I didn't make the ensemble. And that was my age out here. So that was kind of just a, one of the things where it's like, hey, I didn't make it. So it's cool. I'll just watch them afar. And then we just kind of snowballed into the winter time. So in 2005, I ended up uh, getting a spot or 2004, I'm sorry, I uh, ended up getting a spot in the winter time at Atlantic Quest. Um, so I marched Atlantic Quest 2004 and 2005 and then decided to take my age out at Music City Mystique in 2006. Um, and it was history from there. Um, that year. was pretty 
my my last yeah thanks uh <laughs> it's a really fun year for all of us uh when i look back at all the stuff we did i i really uh, definitely definitely ages myself i can't believe we were doing some of the things we were doing but i had a blast um doing it um and so 2006 was you know pretty much the end of the road after that and i aged out from there so i actually had a little brother that was behind me um that did some stuff um with the indoor activity of course and also march music city mystique so we kind of kept it a family affair uh, for us. So that's a little bit of, uh, of my experience. I've just always been around it with my family. Like I said, it really snowballed with my mom and my uncle. Um, and we just continue to be around it. It's, I have four boys myself. I've been taking them to core shows. I've been taking them to indoor shows as long as they've been itty bitty forever. So it's just something that's it's in the blood. It's going to continue to be. Um, but I think that the, what we'll discuss uh, you know, more in this conversation um, will be you know, kind of shed some light on what is going on, um, you know, behind the scenes and, and what, what we are as far as uh, who we are, you know? So that's a little bit about my experience. That was great. I don't think I realized you were from Cali at all or that you yeah. were VDV. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't even remember the last time Blue Coats had a symbol line. Was that their last year having a symbol that line? That was the, yeah, that's a good question. 2004 was the last year they had a symbol line. Okay. I think with, with that, it's, it's, it's allowed me to kind of, really take a liking to um, what it's like to be kind of on the works and on the way up because Blue Coast has, has become a very, you know, really, really prominent drum corps in the activity right. nowadays. Um, and I just, I, I like to kind of be a part of the people that were there in the first, you know, we were there um, kind of lower man on the totem pole. We were just kind of working it to try to make it happen. And now these guys, you know, they get off the bus and they're, they're ready to rock and they're, yeah, they're in the face. So, so yeah, so it's it's really exciting to kind of be part of the kind of earlier stages and, and so on with those people that came before me too. So yeah. Yeah, word. That's what's up. So kind of diving in here to the conversation, was it different being a person of color on the West Coast versus the East Coast, you know, as far as being within the marching activity? You know, because I've never really, you know, marched. I marched a lot of places, but they all have been mainly mm-hmm. on the East Coast. Um, yeah. So yeah, w- what was that like? Yeah, on the West Coast, it was a little bit different. I think that it was a little bit more of a um, inviting process to know that, like, you know, hey, we want you to be a part of this group, and we have other people that have been a part of it, and things like that. Um, compared to the East Coast, I think for me, once I got on the East Coast and started auditioning and seeing things a little bit different, there was some differences there. Not by any means, it wasn't. Um, you know, you're not good enough to be here, so go back to where you came from kind of thing. Uh, but there was uh, some some feelings of not being accepted uh, to a certain extent. Um, I think when my first, obviously, touch of it was when I marched coats, you know, I was the only, you know, minority in the summer line. On top of that, we had a minority constructor. Um, so that was, you know, a big deal too. And something to to kind of I guess gravitate towards to know that my instructor was of color as I was, uh, but also to know that, um, you know, he has been a a part of an organization where he has also been the only one. Once the audition process came, yes, people were inviting, but it definitely was a different feel for sure. And then of course, once the dust settled and knowing that I I made the ensemble and knowing that I was going to be the only one there um, was a little, you know, it was, it was rewarding, but it was also, um, it was also one of those things where it's like, okay, I got to prepare myself on how I'm going to conduct myself. I had to kind of do things a little bit different as far as I had to kind of be better than everyone else um, because I didn't want it to be something where it was like, well, because, you know, he's here or he knows this guy, that's the reason why he's here kind of thing, you know, and I, I right. kind of felt that. 
And I felt on the West Coast, it really wasn't like that. And maybe, maybe it's me by being a little naive at the point because I was younger at the time. Um, and I think once I was a little older, I was a little older once I was on the West Coast, so I can kind of understand it a little bit different. But there are some, there were some differences at that time. Now, you know, not to say that it was back in 60 something when I'm our, I mean, you know, it's not, it wasn't that long ago, but it was long right. enough. And things have changed since then. But, you know, for me, that's, that was, you know, over 15 years ago. You know, so things have drastically changed then. But yeah, there was a there was a difference, you know, yeah. in that. Not not stark, but there was a there was definitely some similarities, but some also some differences too. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I would say that now it seems like DCI and WGI especially is more diverse. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say that the West Coast, at least from my experience, has been more diverse since I got into it. You know, I saw just a lot more people of color just in drum corps out there you know when i would go on tour and i would see you know vanguard or bd or someone like academy Mm -hmm. and i'd be like wow there's just like a lot of people of color you know in Mm -hmm. that group i would imagine that some of it was like a feeling while you were on the east coast just kind of like yeah you know when you're the only person of color in the room that's just something you notice and something that you Mm -hmm. feel i think that's something you feel too when you walk into the audition room when I was in high school, I played snare drum and that's, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I enjoyed doing. Right. But I also realized that through the activity and watching it through my family members and, and friends, right. I also noticed there wasn't a lot of, you know, black snare drummers. There wasn't a lot of black tenor players Hmm. or bass drum, you know, there just wasn't a lot. And then when you saw them, it was like, Oh, that, that guy's on bass drum, you know, or, black on syndrome, you know, that kind of stuff. You, So I knew that was something that I wanted to kind of strive for. It was just something like when I went and first auditioned back in 2000, I was auditioning for uh, the B Corps, you know, and it was, it was something that was just, I uh, walk in the room and the, in the snare room, you know, and there is, you know, me and, um, you know, another, there was no other, you know, black people in the room besides an Asian guy. You know, so we were the only minorities in the room, you know, my, mm-hmm mind you he was he ended up making the ensemble and he played snare drum and him and I actually really gravitated towards each other but yeah it was it was an uneasy feeling um it was an uneasy feeling to be in this room full of all these snare drummers and be the only guy in there and then of course uh who I am um who people know and things like that that was just an added pressure but I knew that the biggest pressure that was weighing on me was me being how I looked um, in that area, you know, and it, I, I think that, you know, when I look back at it, I think that it kind of deterred me from kind of really striving to what I wanted to do. And I think that's why I kind of took a back seat mm. um, and, and joined the Cymbaline, right? Because I really wanted to be in the ensemble. And I knew if I wasn't playing snare drum, I just, I wanted to be there. You know, I just, right. I, I would play some rocks together if I could. <laughs> you know? So when the opportunity played itself and it said, hey, this is, this is the ensemble, this, this is the, the group that you can be part of. Um, I gravitated quickly and I wanted to try to do my best to try to learn as much as I possibly could about that instrument. And needless to say, um, you know, it actually turned out in my favor because that's something I, I, once I gravitated to it and once I started really learning more about it, I started forgetting about like, you know, the snare drum or the bass. I was like, I want to be more of this. I want to be more of that visual side. I want to be in its, in its face and things like that. And I felt that that was another niche that I, I can kind of help contribute to sure. as being a minority and being a black man uh, and, and part of something that is always getting the shorter end of the stick, you know, and wanting to show that like, hey, we can do this too. 
and you can be whatever or whoever and look whatever and whoever you want to be in this ensemble. You know, when it came back in 2001, there was, I didn't go to the scenario room. I was like, I'm heading over on this side. That's, that's what I play now. I don't, I'm, you guys can have that, you know, and I, I really, really like that. Um, so that's how that kind of, that kind of went. But I, I guess to, like I said, to piggyback on your point, that's how I felt in the audition process. Hmm. You know, it was a different, different feel, you know, for sure. So you said you've been taking your kids to, um, some shows and things like that. So, yeah. um, I'm sure some of them are interested out of like the four of them maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so have you <laughs> talked to them about this specifically or just your experience or, you know, I'm sure like them auditioning now would be different than, you know, what you felt in an audition. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you talked yeah, to them sure. about just like being a minority within the marching activity at all? Yeah, yeah we've talked about it just to a certain extent. Our most recent show was uh, the Atlanta show last summer. Cool. Um, and we had an opportunity to go to the lots and, and walk around and see some stuff. And, and I reside in Florida now. So um, I, you know, once I moved out from the West Coast, I've I moved to, to Georgia and I lived out to Georgia for a long time before I, you know, moved to, to Florida. It was a big deal for us because I knew it was like my last Atlanta show because we were getting ready to move to Florida and it was going to be a while before I actually had an opportunity to drive up this way. And, and so it was one of those moments where my, you know, my nine-year-old at the time was just saying to me, he was just, he actually was started kind of seeing it a little bit different as far as he, once he, once he started picking up all the uniforms, he noticed, you know, different cores are wearing different uniforms and they have different trucks, and they have different instruments, and he got that part. He was understanding that, um, but one of the things that he did actually, you know, bring up to me was just, he was asking about, you know, well, where, why don't, why don't, why doesn't that group, or why doesn't this, you know, snare line, or whatever it is, or bass drum line, have more guys that look, guys or girls that look like him, or her, you know, so I didn't really think of it, think of it as at that time. I think it was just a simple fact that he was really there. We were enjoying it. Right. I didn't really kind of dive in, but I knew that he was looking, you know, he was kind of surveillancing and understanding. Um, and then we kind of fast forward to, um, you know, now what's going on in the world. He has a lot more questions, you know, and he's, he's really back on the, the, you know, the questions that he asked me just last summer. And like, why was, you know, now it's starting to kind of make a little sense to him. So we haven't really dove into it too much. Um, I think that might be the next kind of stage that I, I will do with him. But his awareness um, is there. But his, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. His awareness is there. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's kind of noticing it and seeing it. Um, and you can kind of, re- I know you can relate as far as, you know, you and I both can relate. We've been on, you know, drum corps tours in the summertime. Yeah. And it's hot. And we definitely get a different complexion, right? Mm-hmm. And so he sees all these people in all these same uniforms, but he all knows that they're all different colors. You know, one, that perks up his attention because he's like, okay, they're all different. And I respect right. that, right? Yeah. But he's like, but there's also not one of the same of this color. You know, it's all, you know, there's not a lot of minorities doing this. I do see a lot of this but I don't see a lot of that. And that's something that he was kind of, kind of bringing to my attention. He's got a, you know, an understanding of that. Um, and yeah. I think that's going to be the conversation we're going to eventually have if he gravitates and if my other sons gravitate to the activity and want to do it. Um, right now they haven't really showed too much interest, but once they do and they want to get into it, I think that's when we'll, we'll start to have those more of a meaningful and deeper talks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. I, I think it's one of those things too, where it's it's I, I feel it's still kind of going on today. 
and I, even as an adult, I notice it when I look at videos on YouTube or I, or I'm standing in the lot, you know, I'm like, Oh wow. This group, that's, this group has one black snare drummer or wow. They have three guys on bass drum that are black or wow. This whole marimba line in this group is all black. You know, like it's mm-hmm. just, those are the things that are, are exciting to me, but however, you still, you know, you're still kind of picking and prying and, and poking and you're looking right. and you're like, right. But it's still not, you know, it's still not, you know, being, you know, out there as I feel like I, it should, you know, but. Right. It's still something you notice rather it just being mm-hmm. like a comfortable video to watch. It's something that your brain just kind of clicks and it's just like, oh, wow, they have that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Switching over to the indoor side. Um, what was your experience um, you know, at Quest and then at Mystique. The experiences were, were definitely different. Yeah. Um, at the time when I was marching, we were in the same class, uh, in the same league. So um, that wasn't too much of a difference. It was just the way uh, the ensembles, you know, kind of with the way we rehearsed, the way we moved, the way we did things was different, of course. Um, but um, I guess, you know, my time at Quest, um, first and foremost, I wanted to make it known. I had a blast at Quest. I um, learned a lot about myself. Um, and a lot, you know, just about, you know, kind of performing and knowing what is good and what's not good. You know, I think I had the most fun because I was marching with people that, um, I really enjoyed marching with and, um, they, they didn't look at me as a a different, you know, a person in, in any way, as far as what, you know, what may be of my color. They were just looking to strictly at what kind of performer I am and what can I bring to the table and what can I do? You know, I think at Quest we had some different things that we did than that we did at Mystique, of course. Um, but the experience was kind of it, it the same to a certain extent that um, you know we we still tried to to practice as hard as we could and and be out there and do it and and show and prove that we're there we're worthy. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're in the likes of groups like Music City Mystique, those headhunters, you know that kind of stuff at that time. I think the difference there was it was it was with that. Um, and I knew that I wanted to kind of continue to kind of build on that. And I guess to kind of give you some, some background, I guess, as far as into the transition. Um, so I marched with a guy um, at Quest and Mystique. Um, he was the one that convinced me to come to Mystique um, in 2006. Um, and he was a snare drummer with me at, at Quest in 2004. And then decided to go over to Mystique in 2005 and I'm play there and then also in 2006 and he called me up and he was just like hey man like you need to what are you doing for your age out and I said well you know we're, we're gonna make this happen again here at Quest he's like dude you need to come to Mystique and and do that and it's gonna be a lot of fun there's a lot of great you know musicians that are coming out and it's gonna be a great year dude this is gonna be the year that you want to be a part of it and I knew that because he was doing it I knew that I needed to be there and I think that once I got to the the, the kind of audition process, I knew that things were, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I knew that things were a little bit different, you know, mm-hmm. than what was at Quest, right? Um, and at Quest, it was just a different feel. You know, now you're here at, you know, Mystique, and it's, it's like I said, there are some differences there. The audition process is a little bit different. They look for things that are a little bit different. They expect things that are a little bit different from you than you did you experience at your other groups. Uh, but the thing that I did kind of harp into or see is that there was that still, that still thing of like, Hey, there's only one, one guy that's, 
playing the snare drum and there's only one guy that's you know playing the bass drum and there's only you know that kind of thing right. um and that's why i definitely saw it. i think i think that's that's where the kind of similarities started to kind of you know spread apart atlanta quest being in georgia even at the audition process right. a lot of minorities rehearsing i mean auditioning um and i just felt it was a little bit different in mystique um and i think that it was also i don't think that by any means it was by why the, the the instructors or how they taught it by any means i just think that it was more about because it was mystique you know it's a it's a different mm-hmm. feel man not everybody wants to kind of be out there and, and be with it and work it it takes a lot of hard work to be successful as they are you know i think that's another reason why you know i didn't see too much but i also felt that it just wasn't you know it just wasn't you know out there as much as it it, it could be or as it should be to have enough people to come and, and rehearse. So I think that's like the difference between that. And I felt that once we started narrowing down the ensemble and we started finding out who was going to make it, you know, that's when you, you start to, you started to see it more, right? Mm, like right. I, that, that one person on bass drum, that one, but you know, and then we just ultimately, because of who we are, we just, once we made the ensemble, we just all gravitated to each other, you know, and that's just how it was. We, right. it was, that it was like that kind of you know here we are this is this is what we are we are about and you 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 look like me and I I look like you and yeah this is how it's going to be um but it never was any type of like this is what we're going to do and we're going to gang up because this is who we are about it was never anything like that at all but it was just an ultimate you know thing that we kind of gravitated to towards each other and just kind of kind of you know, roll the, roll the coaster out from there, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree that, um, out of any place I march that mystique, it, it feels like it's not about color and it's like purely mm-hmm. just about, you know, the talent. And if you're, you're good mm-hmm. enough, like purely the skill. Um, so that's good to hear that that's consistent from when, you know, yeah. I joined and, you know, now, you know, I think last year was the most diverse mystique has ever been. There's like, the for sure. I agree in mystique. You know, so, you know, I do think Mystique is, you know, doing shit right, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where they're based and what they do. I think that that's another thing, too, that kind of people may may kind of shed light or not look at the right way because of, you know, they are from Tennessee and people think that it's like, okay, well, what is, what's in Tennessee? There's not too many people that are, that look the way you look into, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something else that, 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 that um, perception that people may have. Um, however, to your point, like you said, that's, and you and I both, you know, are consistently agreed on that's how it was. And you walk in, you got the hands, you got the feet, um, you can do it, then you're in, dude, you know? Right. Um, and it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, to me, it, it really didn't feel like it mattered if I was a minority or not. It was like, can you hold your symbols up or not? you know <laughs> this for me or not you know that kind of stuff okay yeah. you you are you know a good a good fit for this i kind of think of it as a uh, as a, a production of course a, a a a play or a drama you're looking for the characters for what you're trying to portray so you're kind of just you know hey if you can do it and you can have your lines and mark your spots where you're supposed to be then you can be in the play man and it's this is what we're looking for and this is the kind of character we're looking for and this is where it's going to be at so that's why i kind of felt that it was you know when i was at mystique however you know like i said where they were you still kind of had people kind of raise eyebrows and you know because when we did walk in the room 
there was a, a lot of us, one, because the ensemble's big, but two, it's just, you know, oh, they're from Tennessee, so that's the reason why there's only this many people kind of, mm-hmm. you know, sprinkled in, per se. And I don't, I didn't, I think at the time, I didn't look at it that way, and I still don't look at it that way. It was just all about, hey, I made it because I was good enough to make it, you know? Right. Um, you know, by the by the you know grace of God, of course, and my talent and stuff like that, I was really, really excited to be a part of it. Um, but I didn't think about it that way. Um, however, I just, I don't know, maybe, maybe people still think it that way, but I, don't, I didn't think it that way at all at MSD. But like you said, you know, I, you know, we agree on that, that that's still consistent. That's a good point. Yeah, I can remember, you know, a couple of times where, you know, I didn't feel that way um in mystique but you know when i would go to these like smaller high schools you know and i would look in the crowd and there was like maybe a couple of people of color out of like all of the high schools there you know mm-hmm. you know i would say that i definitely have felt you know just a little bit i don't want to say out of place is the right term you know yeah. I'm with mystique and i made it and we're all badass yeah you know but it's yep. just something that you just notice and you're just like oh, aware of i think I would agree that like the environment that Mystique is in um, is way different than Mystique itself, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And that's a good point to, to, to point out, especially when you're, you're a performer and you're seeing others, you know, we're really taught, especially on the indoor circuit side of things is to really convey and perform and, and, and show the crowd that you can, you know, be this character, you can be this being and still play this instrument um, has delicate and, you know, eloquent as you can. And it's just, you can, you know, you can play it soft, you can play it hard, all this stuff you're, you're taught and you, you can develop. And when you, when you get in front of a crowd, you're really ready to convey that. Um, I think, you know, like you just said, it's sometimes it's a different feel, you know, when you look in the crowd and there's not too many people that look like you and you, you kind of feel like that inspiration, like you want to give them that to, to, so those people there, you know, that look like you to say, Hey, you can be here too. You know, you can do this too. You know, so I can I can kind of relate to you on that on that on that fact too. What do you think the activity can do differently? You know, for one to get more people of color in the activity and drum corps and WGI, and you know, when you're when one of your sons auditions potentially for one of these groups, what would you like him to experience? You know, like how can his experience be a little more comfortable than? potentially what yours was. I would say to kind of get that more of an exposure, you know, when you're going to those high schools during the summertime and you're there to rehearse, like finding those places. And I, I, I don't know too much about the logistical side of it. So I'm not going to speak too much about housing sites and how we find them. I know sometimes that things do open up and we just try to take what we can get. And right. that's where we kind of need to rehearse um, and go from there. But I, I guess with that being said, I would say that I, I think that it would be, you know, beneficial for us to, to be around more minority areas and, 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 you know, around places that have, you know, more of a, maybe like a show style or or someone's different technique and really kind of showing it like, Hey, we can do this here. There's people that look like me and you that are doing this also. Right. Um, I think the exposure side of it is, it's not, it's not as prominent, I think that as it should be. Um, And I only bring that point up because I feel like that's, you know, to this day, you know, I talk to people and I tell them what I've done and, you know, how we've, how I've been in the activity and, and people are just like, oh yeah, I've seen you, you know, I've seen videos of that and I've done that. I've just never seen a show like, like that in person, or I've never, I've never had an opportunity to go to a rehearsal and see it and things mm-hmm. like that. But 
I think that would be like the first thing to try to gear to is like really start to try to invite, you know, in as many as, you know, as we can and, and showing people that it's okay to, to be a part of, you know, this, this group, this organization, this, that's this activity. Right. And you're not just sectioned off to just do this, you know, you can do this too, you know? So um, I think that would be the first thing. WGI and DCI did their, I think they're both doing a good job about, um, you know, having that, that, uh, that structure built, I guess, per se, with, with things on YouTube and, and videos mm-hmm. like that, where you can see them. Um, I just think that it should be more, you know, more opportunities to kind of, kind of be in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever way we can do it, whether it's, even if it's not a, a, a show, it's, Hey, we're going to go and, you know, rehearse at, Hey, instead of this weekend, instead of rehearsing at our normal spot, we're going to rehearse at this school that's up the, down the street. It's a, you know, whatever, you know, community. Um, and just using that, you know, opportunity to kind of use that as a recruiting tool and get people exposed about something different and things like that. Um, and, and maybe that maybe is something that has been talked about or has even been done. I don't know. I'm not in the activity anymore. But I, I that's just, you know, I would think that that's something that I would, I would want to kind of bring to the forefront and, and make yeah. sure that we are trying to utilize um, the activity, you know, the best as we can and, and the good that it is doing and showing everybody about it. I think the, the only analogy I think of is just like, like the military, you know, there's a lot of things where, you know, they're, they're exposed, they're there, they're either at fairs or malls or uh, shows or at the, I don't know where they're at. Sometimes you just, you know, you see them and it's just yeah. ways for you to understand what this act, what this thing is about and how you can be a part of it. I just feel like this is, it should be the same for WGI and DCI. To answer the second question, as far as my, my son, mm-hmm. I would just, you know, I would kind of just say the same thing I was just kind of telling you. I think it's all about just, um, you know, going in there and trying your best and doing what you possibly, you know, can do um, and what you know how to do. Um, and don't let, anybody you know deter you from that goal that goal is to make that ensemble it doesn't matter what you look like it's about it's a matter about how you how well you do it um can you play well cool can you march well cool do you have a good attitude money all right perfect you're in you know um so i I think that's something that i would really try to explain to him the most um and it's 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 i know if, if that time comes it's going to be a difficult conversation because of my my kids, I guess using me, for example, all my kids, they all are different shades. You know, they all look different. Um, and we're, we're all the same family, but they all just look a different way. So one kid might not experience something that the other kid may experience. Wow. That's going to be, that's going to be a little bit different too. Um, and and so I, I, I guess I would have to try to prepare them for that. Um, you know, I guess to not to go on a, a, a long tandem, but I would kind of bring back to preparing yourself is one of the things that I experienced when I was marching was like nicknames. You know, I always felt like I always felt that the minorities and drum corps and indoors were, were always given a nickname, you know, and it wasn't something that we came up with. It was just something that somebody else in the ensemble came up with, thought it was funny, thought it, you know, matched. Right. And then it's like, hey, we're going to call you this. You know, and it's, you know, it's just sometimes it was, you know, it was funny because you're like, oh, yeah, I guess I can see that I resemble such and such. But then sometimes it was like, do you hear what you sound like? (laughs) You know, nobody else in this place has a nickname. And now I'm getting this nickname for because of, you know, 
how dark my skin is and it looks like this or why I talk the way I talk because I, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I would think that that would be something that would, I would have to tell my son to prepare for because of the shade of his skin. You know what, son, you're probably going to get there and they're going to probably call you an Oreo or they're going to look at you and look at you a different way and tell you that, you know, your dad looks like this, your mom looks like that. Those are the, th- those are the things that I experienced, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and especially, like I said, with older brothers in the activity that came before me, they just happened to be, a, you know, a different shade than I did. So when I got there, they were, you don't, you don't look like your brother, you know, your brother's much darker than you, or your brother's this, you, you know, that kind of stuff. So then it was like, well, maybe we should, maybe we should uh, call you this, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I would think that that's something I would prepare for too, um, because I would be naive to think that that stuff is still not happening. And I believe that it is. I think there's right. probably a you know, a, a smaller, a smaller scale, but, you know, just preparing them for that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. That is a very different perspective, you know, having, you know, siblings and really just having different experiences throughout the mm-hmm. activity just because of the, the shade of your skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing I would add is just, you know, just, just making sure that we continue to kind of push the activity forward and, and making it an inviting place for everybody. I, I would love to see more opportunities where it's like, hey, there is, you know, four minorities, like I said earlier in the conversation, in the Marimba line, there is, the whole baseline is minorities, the whole scenario, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I would like to see more of that. I would like to see more of uh, minorities stepping up to the plate too and saying, you know what, I can audition for that group. It doesn't have to be, you know, this look, I'm going to go in there and show them what my talent does and what I can do, you know, because that's been something that has been told to me in the past too, that some groups look for a look and you got to look a certain way and you got to act a certain way and that kind of stuff. So I, you know, that's what I would say is just kind of, you know, shouting out to the, the rest of the minorities in the, in the activity, just to say, it's okay, step up. And if you're be about it, you know, talk, you talk it, be about it and you're, you'll be a part of it. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to be because you don't look this way, you know, but also understand that people are not going to look the same way you do um, and not going to agree with some of the things that you agree with. Um, and you just got to kind of, you know, kind of, you know, go through those and, and alter them the way you possibly can. But in the end, so that way you can, you know, have a great time and learn a lot and experience all different types of things. I did that's that's something I would really harp on the, the most, too is that I learned so much from indoor and outdoor and just being a part of ensembles and groups. And the days where we were getting, you know, beat to death, not in a literal way, um, <laughs> but um, those hot summer days and the, the days in the gym with no air conditioning and we're just running the opener over and over, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But knowing that, even though we were doing that, we were doing it together and doing it in a, in a, a thing to be successful. Um, so that's something that I would really kind of just, I really want to tip my hat to, to the activity is that outside of color and what we look like, I felt that that was something that we were all on the same page and we were all chasing was that goal to just try to be the best we could possibly be. I think that this does expose, you know, just like what have you know, just the people of color who have been a part of the activity, like, what have we really done, you know, to bring more people of color in, you know, so that's, you know, that's a good point. And, you know, everyone can do more, 
you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. that's a very good point. I appreciate that a lot. Absolutely. And I think this is starting that journey, you know, of getting more people, this is, you know, starting that conversation. So um, right on. Great point. I think with more and more of us that have these conversations, like you said, it, it maybe it'll, snow, it'll start to snowball and, and get into some, some different ways where people can start to see that. And once we get it, to get that exposure out there, um, yeah, for sure. I think that that's, I think it needs to be more of that. You know, I, I've definitely seen it on the, the, um, you know, the, the color guard side, there's a different, yeah. different types of ways and, and walks of life and people and stuff like that. But I would really like to see it more on the, the percussion side. Um, and you know, I'm gonna do my part. I think that's what I'm going to start to try to do my part to make sure that we, you know, head that in the right direction. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah, sure, man. man. Yeah. I do a lot of listening with four kids, you know? Um, so it's it's an opportunity for me to kind of uh, express. <laughs> Get it out. So I, appreciate, I appreciate that. An adult yeah. conversation. I love it. Hell yeah, man. For sure. Well, yeah. all love. Be safe, brother. I don't know, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Not only become the accepted method of the civil rights movement,